Yes, yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Who's had lunch with Brian Burke now and what was discussed and what was eaten? Full uh, details yeah. and lurid quotes to follow. SES romance, SMS style. Oh, we'll be doing that. Ed Cavalier's having a party. He needs ideas. Mm-hmm. Just in general, he needs ideas. Send them in, <laughs> along with food. Passionate displays of love or just plain sick? Name, shame, shift the blame. It's the new game here in Australia. Let's and play how it. far did the pussycat walk home? We've been sizzling that one up for three weeks. Maybe we'll get to it today. Major Michael Morrie, he's oh. getting too popular. Maybe we need to fit him up with lunch with Brian Burke. That'll get him. him. down a peg or two. Startling revelations. It's all coming up on a brand new, as yet unsoiled week of Get This. Very, very well done. A fantastic start to the show. You deserve a drink. Come on, let's hit the bar. Now you're talking to <laughs> Oh, how seriously do we take the music here at Triple M? Let's get this. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another week. Uh, myself, the frankly suspect Tony Martin over there. It's unfit for public office, Ed Cavalier. Oh, come on. And tainted by unsavoury allegations involving online pornography of a decidedly French nature, it's Richard Marsland pushing buttons. Thank you. Good to be in the clear. Oh, are we all in the clear? Has anyone had lunch with Brian Burke? Just tell me now. Does brunch count? Yeah. yeah. I was at a sizzler that he was at. Does that count? <laughs> we, Jocking up on non-delicious fillers. We brushed shoulders over at the bean salad. Yeah. Does that mean we had lunch together? Yeah, you're going down, Cavalry. Oh, I tell you what, but they're trying to make him look like a like a gangster, like a godfather type. Yeah. Berkey, well, he's not helping himself, is no, he? No, but, but he's getting around in the kind of the uh, service station sunglasses. <laughs> It's not the best look for a gangster. He's wearing one of those beanies that you get in the service station too. (laughs) A (laughs) do-rag. Hey, uh, living on a prayer tone. Yeah, yeah. Marsland. Yeah. Featuring Talkbox. Right. Is that what that's called? Out front. (laughs) Didn't Peter Frampton invent that? I'd like to think he did. With the wah, 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 wah. That's the one. Put that on. Practice that up for tomorrow, Richard. (laughs) Well, this is what we're saying, Rich. Because there might be a Talkbox question in tomorrow's trivia. Yeah. Yeah. Now, tell me some other songs that had Talkbox going. Well, see, I would have thought Peter Frampton as well. Well, that's true. Um, that is true. Other songs that use the talk box. Yeah, yep. Well, you've got 24 hours. Okay, I'll come back to you in 24 hours. In that's the meantime... Zap and Roger. Roger okay. Troutman. These aren't names that ring bells. Not to me. Because bro's going to know them. Yeah, no, yeah. bro will. He's across Troutman. I'm in trouble yeah. tomorrow. Have we got any Troutman coming up? I don't <laughs> even know what that is. Uh, let's find out just how serious these allegations against Kevin Rudd are, shall we? Yep. Uh, it's going to get serious. Mm. Let's cross live to a conference, a press conference, with Peter Costello. Oh, well, look, I, I think we've all you know, got the measure of uh, Kevin Rudd in the last week. I mean, he's, uh, he's a criminal. He's a criminal? Well, I mean, he's, uh, he's having lunch with, uh, you know, someone like Brian Burke. I mean, uh, you tell me. What, what were they discussing? But surely do you think he was... Well, we don't know. I mean, there's no uh, footage, there's no transcript. But I think we can probably guess uh, what someone of that nature was discussing. Uh, robbing pensioners, uh, plotting a murder, um, baby breaking. Who, who knows what? Uh, uh, well, I'm not saying that uh, Mr Rudd is selling children on the internet, but I mean, uh, is there any evidence he's not? I mean, who knows what they were talking about at that restaurant? Uh, look, I just think he's uh, he's a murderer. Uh, probably uh, an arsonist. I mean... Uh, you know, is that restaurant still standing? Do we know? Well, have you got any evidence that it is? I mean, who knows? Uh, Kevin Rudd and, and Brian Burke and uh, Bradley John Murdoch, who, of course, we know was uh, running right over there in WA. They probably burnt the place to the ground, probably to disguise the evidence. What evidence are you talking about? Well, the evidence is now gone. The restaurant is burned to the ground. He's uh, covered his tracks, and uh, that's pretty typical of... Uh, of Ivan Milat. Sorry, of, 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 of Kevin Rudd. Did I call him Ivan Milat? Yes, it's, you did. Uh, yeah, it's just a, a slip of the tongue there. But Mr Costello, you don't seem to have any evidence. Well, uh, OK, so we've established he's an arsonist and a baby broker. That's not enough for you people. OK, so maybe he wasn't in the Langlow Forest, but I'm sure he was probably uh, there in spirit. Oh, Mr Costello. Just as he was um, helping to uh, cause the drought. What? Well, well, do you know? I mean, do you have any idea what was discussed at that restaurant? Who's to say Brian Burke and and Kevin Rudd and uh, 
Idiamine weren't there. Sorry, well, do you know that he wasn't? You know, you call yourself a journalist, do your homework. I mean, you're talking about someone who's, uh, like I say, uh, peddling amphetamines. Well, I mean, how do we know he's not? Well, why don't you ask him about that? Don't come to me with uh, questions about his uh, drug dealing and... uh, Music plagiarism. Oh, Who knows what else he's involved in? Mr. Costello, what do you honestly think was yeah. discussed? As far as I know, it was uh, about taking kiddies and pensioners, defenceless uh, elderly people, uh, who I have a lot of time for, and uh, crushing them into a fine powder oh, in one of his uh, death mills, death as, as I understand uh, Kevin calls them. Really? I don't think uh, anyone wants to see loved ones crushed into a fine powder and then distributed uh, through the prison system to murderers and uh, criminals of that sort. But how do you know that any of this is true? I I don't know. I mean, he's the one who's uh, gone to the lunch. I mean, maybe you should ask him. Maybe you should contact him via his his killing field. But I'd just say uh, to the voters, do you want a convicted murderer running the country? If so, vote for Kevin Rudd, by all means. Go and have lunch with him. And his uh, army of orcs. Yeah, look, look, look. Uh, all I know is uh, he was at that lunch. But beyond that, um, I refuse to be drawn into uh, speculation as to what was discussed. No further questions, thank you. Well, I think that's all <laughs> that sorted out. Sort that out. Got the, the measure of that bloke. Sorry, I'm high off murderer powder, is it? <laughs> Snorting that all weekend. <laughs> Army Snort. of Hawks on the baby break. <laughs> it's just the tip of the iceberg. More revelations to come. Get this. Oh, that's those killers with bones here at Get This. It just sounds to me very much like How Devoto and Magazine. You're going to need to know stuff like that, Richard. You know, the music video is directed by Tim Burton. Oh, is it? The only ever music video he's done. Yeah. For Bones. For Bones, yeah. Didn't right. he do uh, Ring My Bell by Colette back in the day? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Ring my neck. <laughs> it's Get This Around the Nation Hello. on Triple M. In case you're wondering, Richard Marsden is shaping up for a music right. bout with Alan Bro tomorrow. Mm. You know what we're going to do? Yep. Because the questions have been coming in. Thick and fast by the ones. They're pretty wacky. I can't <laughs> guarantee that Richard Marsden hasn't somehow accessed the server and seen the questions. I mean, he's had lunch with Brian Burke. Who knows Many what he's capable of? <laughs> So I thought they he... have shared a breadstick. Well, I've never said that I could go toe to toe with Bro. This is yes, really something have. that's yes, been dreamed up. Yes, you have. Oh, I'm sure you've you got a tattoo on your shoulder that says that. <laughs> go back through the podcast, Richard. I'm sure you okay. did. Right. To make sure it's run above board and honest, yep. we're bringing in a uh, rock guru, someone who's got credibility. Yeah. Uh, someone who's incorruptible. Um, sadly, Kyle Sandilands wasn't oh, available. Right. Oh, We're but he knows everything about music. Peter Grace. Oh, good. Oh, cool. The first man to speak on this network, the Bruce Gingell of the network. Mm, the right. bloke who said the first word way back in 1980. Call now for Secret Sound. <laughs> I'm getting really nervous. <laughs> Stop complaining with his first words. Stop complaining. Don't worry, Mondo Rock will be gone soon. <laughs> And Gracie is uh, working out the questions himself, and he's going to awesome. come in and be sort of like, uh, you know, the Tats Lotto Ombudsman. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never said the word Ombudsman before, and I don't think I have yet. <laughs> so it's all going to be honest, and uh, it's not going to be like some, you know, bootleggers delight yeah. no, sort of yeah. thing you're imagining. But it could be extremely mm. embarrassing for me. Sure it could be, but yeah. that's just get it's this. It's all part of the fun. The embarrassment part is part of the fun of for us. The fabric of the program. Yep. Uh, just getting back to the rut issue. Um <laughs> You know, do you watch Laurie Oaks on the Sunday program? I've started to since you told me to. Yeah, he's good value. He's a great, he's good in interviewing. I'm stopping with the Laurie Oaks jokes this year. So am I. Because uh, I'm really starting to be impressed by the way he sometimes just comes out and says, I want to use the phrase elephant in the room, but that feels like <laughs> <right>. <laughs> might be insulting. He just comes out and says what everyone's thinking. Yeah. And uh, have a listen to what he said to Julie Bishop on the Sunday show yesterday. The Prime Minister's accused of misleading Australians on the Iraq war telling porkies about children overboard. Surely they're bigger issues than uh, why Kevin Rudd went to dinner with Brian Burke. The issue here, Laurie, is what influence did Brian Burke have over Kevin Rudd becoming the leader of the Labor Party? And well, this fairly, is the man clearly, clearly none is. I mean, the, I think Kevin Rudd got two votes out of Western Australia in their leadership ballot. Well, we don't know how widespread Mr Burke's influence is, but why is Mr Rudd avoiding ducking and weaving and avoiding answering questions? Uh, hang on a second. 
Can we just go back and hear the start of that again? Telling porkies about children overboard. Surely they're bigger issues than uh, why Kevin Rudd went to dinner with Brian Burke. The issue here, Laurie, is what oh. influence oh, right. That's did the issue. Brian Burke have? Really? So doesn't that just sound like a case of someone... Ducking and weaving oh, and yes. avoiding answering questions. Yeah, it sounds like a big fat case of... Hot cow! To me! Oh, Frank's onto it. Frank Butcher. Don't try and pull Don't anything over his... He'd be great standing Goggles. behind Laurie. <laughs> He's jumping in. Fuck <laughs> you! I love you, you bum! They horse. need to install the Frank Butcher 5000 <laughs> on the Sunday program. They certainly do. Uh, just one other big event that happened over uh, the weekend, and that was, of course, the funeral of Anna Nicole Smith. Did you see that? I saw the pink yeah. thing getting... The pink coffin yeah, getting Yeah, it was cat. pretty much like an episode of It's a Knockout. Yeah. <laughs> Some struggling going on. You don't want to see people kind of struggle. The Paul Bear is struggling. No, that's true. <laughs> but here's a detail. Remember that old bloke? I can't remember uh, his name. Uh, Marshall? Yeah, yeah. Marshall. Yeah, just the old bloke yeah, who okay. was married to Anna Nicole now, Smith. Now, I'm going to step in here, Tone. Yeah. They met... She was dancing exotically yeah. in a in a bar in Texas. Oh. They, they had a two-year courtship. Mm. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What was that courtship? Who the hell are you? <laughs> Speak up! <laughs> Get your hands off my wallet! <laughs> what would that have been? But listen to this. Uh, Anna Nicole Smith went to her grave wearing a pink beaded gown and tiara and clutching an urn containing her dead oil tycoon husband's ashes. Oh. Right. So he wasn't buried. No. Where's he been all this time? Oh, well, Jim. In a necklace around her neck. <laughs> yeah. Well, the Anna Nicole Smith show, she was always referring, she always carried the urn around with her. Remember oh. that TV show, the reality wow. show? Wow. And was she like using it like a, a vent dummy? Got the gear. Got the gear. Check him out. That's she, my ex. She'd use it to get into nightclubs. Uh, but me. All... have the urn. Um, but it was like sitting in Pride of Place on top of her TV. But they, uh, the, with the in the old wrestling, in the, it was WWF, when The Undertaker first came in, yeah. he had a, uh, his manager was the pallbearer, and they used to wander around with an urn as well. But with that, that would have just been some sawdust, surely. That wouldn't have been real. Nothing's real in the wrestling, is it? I thought it was all real. Oh, sorry, kiddies. <laughs> but so does this mean that you can actually bury, be buried inside someone else's coffin? That's allowed, is it? Yeah. Well, there's a money saving tip, isn't it? <laughs> just pile on. Room for more in here. Stacks on. <laughs> Two for one deal. <laughs> and so when he was cremated, mm-hmm. like if he'd been cremated, mm-hmm. uh, sort of clutching the ashes of someone else, and I then see, that person... I see what you're doing. And you could, wow. you could get seven or eight into a coffin if this you really is, thought it through. You could is, save a lot of cash. This is great. It's a Russian doll of ashes. Yeah. Yeah. Inside every ashes is more ashes. See, on the... You know, you could have billing. Obviously, on that's the, a good idea. You're on the have tombstone, and Nicole Smith with <laughs> special guest, and and then just others, others. It's not <laughs> fair. It's not fair. I don't want to go. I don't want to be known as others on Anna Nicole Smith's tombstone. <laughs> Is that what my life has been reduced to? Gosh. <laughs> but it's you know, just think about it, people. Yeah. You know, funerals are expensive. Pile in with someone else. So you're saying we should go to Tony Martin's funeral service. Pile in with someone else. (laughs) It's the not-quite-right funeral service. Uh, Other big issues. I'm sure there are some here uh, in between. Heaps. Romance. uh, Romance. Let's get to that next on Get This. It's the police every move you make here at Get This on Triple M around the nation. Who was the lead singer of the police, Richard? Surely you know that. Sting. There you go. Gordon Sumner. I would have said Phil Collins. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and somehow you would have been right. I yeah. don't know how that works. Well, Star of Buster. I mean, I'm concerned about this. <laughs> star <laughs> of Buster and star of a terrible Australian film called Frauds. What was the go? It was the first film made by a bloke who did Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Oh. Yeah. It stars... Was um, Schlatter in it? No. Had Peter Delinquents? Mo- Peter Mockery was in it. Ah, oh, the mock. Making a mockery of, <laughs> of acting. No, that's unfair. <laughs> nah, the mock's good. Uh, Dean has called in to reckon uh, that Marsden's going to get creamed tomorrow. Well, I'm worried because the thing is is that you've got Gracie on board yeah. and you've got Alan Bro. As yeah. long as as long as the questions aren't too age-biased, you know, like as long as the music isn't too much oh, 70s, 80s. How many bloody... Um, excuses. Codicils. <laughs> yeah. oh, Asterixes. I, I could just be doing a rope dope Rich. You don't know. We can't. The Maybe ro- come come the back ro- in the 12th ro- round. <laughs> you know, make you think that I'm, I'm not ready. Oh, you know? that's Maybe true. It's a, maybe He's going to punch himself out, Foreman style, <laughs> by getting every single question right, and then you'll get the last one. Marsland Bumbaye. <laughs> uh, Graham has uh, called in Hi, to Graham. say he is a relative 
of Bradley John Murdoch. Right. Good for you. The uh, I can't remember if he's alleged or not there's appeals, but he was connected certainly with that Peter Falconio killing. Mm. And uh, Graham is a relative of Bradley John Murdoch, mm. and he's offended by our sketch. He oh, I... doesn't like the implication that uh, Bradley John Murdoch may have had lunch with Brian Burke. <laughs> He's not associating with that kind uh... of low scum. <laughs> Come on. I think, Tone, once they've made a telly movie about it, yeah. you, you're guilty. <laughs> I think that's okay. I think that's pretty much how it works. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right look, uh, so I apologise to relatives of yes. Bradley John Murdoch. Sorry, guys. Who may have been offended. Um, a, a number of uh, highlights have just driven away from the radio station. Thank God. <laughs> Uh, we're not here. We're in a cave somewhere <laughs> in Tora Bora Mountains. That's where we do this show. It's a very long landline, but it works. <laughs> now, what's going to happen if uh, Rudd goes down? I mean, if Rudd is forced to resign, who can they get to lead the Labor Party? Oh! From the back. Bring him back! Don't you miss Kim Beasley? I do a bit. I do a bit. Don't you miss a bloke standing at the top of a set of steers <laughs> trying to come up with something short enough that it'll get mentioned on the news? And the look on the always on the television, you know, they've got the people standing over with the tape recorders. <laughs> yeah, that's Just right. the bemused looks on their faces. As he comes out with something like... This is a complete dog's breakfast. An absolute dog's breakfast. And, uh, you know, tossing a few more cans of Powell into the dog's breakfast will not, in fact, make a decent breakfast. That's true. It's very uh, true. I miss that. Kind of gear, yeah. Well, that's the meal that Kevin Rudd actually had with Burke. Was the dog's breakfast? <laughs> we'll have cans of Pal. Dog's breakfast for two. <laughs> Chuck in some extra cans of Pal. Mm, that's a good breakfast. <laughs> Anyone uh, ever eat dog food when they were a kid? Just try a little bit. Um, yep. Sure. D- did you try some of the wet stuff or the dry stuff? Uh, out of the can. You did not. Yeah, just had a go. Of how, you how, try eat everything when you're a kid, don't you? How how was it? It was terrible. It tasted like dog food. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. How far did you get? I've eaten a couple of the uh, the dry biscuits, mm. the uh, the sort of brownish ones, and then the bone shaped ones. The gourmet are good. They taste the same. There's no difference in the flavour of the of the bone shape and then the regular ones. Why why make different shapes? Maybe that's what my dog's trying to tell me. <laughs> oh, they're exactly the same here. <laughs> You know, the large and the medium are the same. The um, the the, the new style, like the casserole style, mm. they look that looks pretty good. Yeah, because yeah. they've okay. got like the chunks of meat with the silver forks and the ads. Yeah. Decent chunks. <laughs> so this is what we're reduced to on this national radio program: comparing dog biscuits. Okay, we've got to get out of trouble. We're going to blast our way out with some startling revelations. And romance. Let's do both next. I'll get this. Get this. Very good effort. Good tackle. Brought to you by Stephen Castlemaine of Norwood, Adelaide. He's great. He won't be hearing this for half an hour, of course, unless you're listening to this in Adelaide, in which case it's now half an hour out of date. Chances are we've gone off Stephen since then, although I won't be certain for another half an hour. Sorry, my brain hurts. Hey, let's get this. You know it is. Around the nation on Triple M. Good morning, everybody. I'm Tony Martin. Ed Cavalier's here. Richard Marsden's pushing a button or G'day. two. Geraldine Hickey, comedian, joining us in the next hour. That was the, uh, that was like the best show I saw. One of the best shows I saw at the Melbourne Comedy in, uh, Festival last year. Have you got a bit of a cold today? Yet? I'm snuffy. Yeah. Real snuffy. I feel Mentally, I feel fine. Physically, yeah. I feel fit. But I'm snuffy. Uh, and I've been, and when I, I snore like horribly. When I'm snuffy. Yeah. Okay. Well, you sh- weren't going to save that for startling revelations. No. The show. That is coming up. I need some help, though. I'd like to dovetail it today with how do you stop snoring? I don't know what to do. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe we can help out. Uh, the podcast, the Get This Podcast, is up. Another Jeez, one. It's I, our 60th podcast. I know, Tone, and I listen to it. And there is no better way to hate yourself, to learn to really <laughs> hate yourself, yeah. is to listen back to Oh, gosh. I listened yeah. to the end of it. And I, I was about to ring you up and say, oh, I'm going to hand in my headphones. Yeah. How annoying do you... Like, yeah, just, sorry, listeners. Jeez. Get on to iTunes, listen to a few other podcasts. You'll soon correct that uh, <laughs> assessment. <laughs> really? Really? Who's in there? Uh, on our one, uh, yeah. 60th. Michael Ward Wardy is Wards. Heath Franklin. Heath Franklin. Right. I'm just basically copying what Nikki's <laughs> yeah. saying to me. Bucket back. Bucket back. Get on with it, she's saying. Yeah. Oh, yes, Snato Garrow. No, no Snato Garrow. Nothing for Snato oh. fans whatsoever. But it is the 60th. It's our Diamond podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Cubic Zirconia podcast. Uh, today, Ed Cavalier's uh, going to step back. He's not feeling well. He's not going to play the music. Instead, we're getting musical tips from one of the finest singer-songwriters in this country. I think you know who he is. I think that... 
there's uh, more things to do yeah. to appeal to a, a broader audience. Oh, okay. you know? yeah, yeah. And um, one of those things is mm. using really exciting percussion to get the audience um, going. Sure, let's have some. <laughs> Straight lights. That's Silver Cheer here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M, where it's time for a climb. Up Saltback. Mountain startling revelations. People want some startling revelations. That's what they want. I'm just looking here in the. Uh, well, I've still getting through last week's uh, new weekly. You haven't even got to this week's. So I haven't had a look. So many. Who is uh, Brody Jenner? Brody Jenner. Yep. Rich. No, I have no idea. Uh, Out of the pool. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Bro sitting in that chair tomorrow. <laughs> is, is that a music-based question? He's someone who went out with uh, Nicole Richie, the well-known stick. and <laughs> Not DJ AM. Is that... That's her last boyfriend, I right, think. Right, okay. Oh, okay, keeping a score of them, are you, Richard? That's handy. We <laughs> yeah. need that chart for this well, show. Well, what do you want to go out with Nicole Richie for? I don't know, but listen, to, this is really quite... <laughs> Nobody wants to... Blank Call in now! <laughs> this is quite disturbing, I'll warn you in advance. Taking the shine off Nicole's baby news is uh, her ex-boyfriend, Brody Jenner's shock confession. He dated her just for the publicity. Oh, come on, Brody, you're better than that. This is his manager, Sp- Spencer Pratt. Say <laughs> 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 no more. Spencer... Uh, living up to his name, allegedly told Brody, and this is a quote, an exact quote in the New Weekly, here's what you're going to do. You're going to start dating Nicole Richie, and you're going to get that skinny bitch to eat, all right? You are about to become the guy who got Nicole Richie to eat. Process that shit, bro. You'll be like an effing hero to America. Unquote. That is disturbing, but from the max. Imagine planning that as a career arc. Ed Cavalier's looking me open-jawed as if to say... Why hasn't my agent come yeah, up with stuff like that? Who could, you be, lease? who could you Get be dating? Get Pratt on the phone. Kathy Godbold, who's, I reckon, possibly. Who's, who's that? She What's, used to be in Home and Away and stuff. What are oh, you saying? Stuff? That Ed's yeah. manager should run one of these deals. Ed would become the the guy who got Kathy Godbold to eat. I don't understand. She's not. <laughs> no, but she's around. She's around. She's single, I'm sure. Right. You're sacked, Rich. You could get some Worst publicity. manager ever. Okay. I'm going to get Pratt on the phone. Be like an effing hero. A hero. That's what it takes to become okay. a hero okay. in America. Is there a parade? What can the I... bloke who got Nicole <laughs> Richie to eat a sandwich. Ticket tape. <laughs> going on the, you know, meeting the president. I don't know. It doesn't take much to be a hero, apparently. Okay. What, that... That's that. You know what? That's a good phone topic, perhaps, in itself. Yeah. We've already got one, but go on. No, I'll write it down then, never mind. Here's a starting <laughs> revelation. <laughs> that fellow, uh, that Adelaide uh, footballer. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. that guy, yeah. Goodwin. Goodwin, sorry. Yeah. He's been gambling. Yeah. And on the, uh, but the front page of the, the headline says, I need help. Yeah. All me tips have gone cold. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a startling revelation that... Uh, not you know, really. That's what I'm saying. A footballer is involved in something not to do with football that's yeah, got him in trouble, isn't that? That's what isn't that what our morning stats are about? <laughs> Nightclub incident seven, bribing scandals four. Startling revelations. We need some big gear. I'm in the Sydney Morning Herald today. There's an article about me. And yes. uh, yet, see if you haven't seen it yet, Ed. No. See if you can guess what the headline is. Uh, uh, well, okay. Um, uh, my name's Action plan? Ma- my name is Martin. Oh, um, uh, Martin. Martin. Martin to a different beat. No. Uh, what has it been on 700 previous occasions? Ma- t- Martian? Something? Martian. My favourite Martin. Oh. <laughs> That's it. I got my own answer right, apparently. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. I haven't read the articles on you. <laughs> It's full of startling revelations. Mm, but like? I see things that were in my book about, uh, uh, you know, undiscovered sisters and mm. uh, iron-storing disorders. Have you noticed Dave Hughes? Dave Hughes is jumping on the hemochromatosis bandwagon. Uh, He's got it now. You started that years ago. I was first to have way too much iron in this industry. <laughs> I think Susie Moroni might have been leading the oh, no, I think she was first out of the blocks. Yeah. Yeah. She swam to Cuba. What did you do? Uh, oh, I just sank to the bottom of the ocean due to the enormous <laughs> amount of iron in my bloodstream. <laughs> uh, so there, there wasn't much there that's new. Uh, yeah. I'm looking at you, Richard Marsland. Come on, hit us. I mean, do they have to be? Because you've got hemochromatosis, so yeah. that's sort of like a bodily thing. Yeah. I've, got, I've got another bodily thing. Yes. And that is in the past couple of years, I've started developing chest hair. 
Ah. Is that a, I mean, it's probably too much, too yeah. much startling re- revelation. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I know it's strange, isn't it? But are you a, you know, because I used Am to I be. Am I a suit individual? No, but I used to be totally bare there. Yeah. And yeah. now suddenly, for some reason, past couple of years. You're finally reaching puberty at age 30, <laughs> yeah, Richard. Bizarre. Well done. Welcome aboard. But it's a very strange thing, you know. Lots you think of fun in store. You're set for adult life, and yeah, then, yeah. hello, here's a few wisps yeah. coming through. How's the back looking? Yeah. The back, thankfully, is clear. Wait sure? till you get to 42, Richard. Really? Then suddenly all kinds of hair starts appearing. Do you have that tuft on the back of your neck tone? The uh, grossest of all body hair? No, I haven't got that. I'm getting that installed next week. <laughs> you can go and have it done now. You can get it put on. It's for the older listener. Okay, startling revelations. These are piss weak. Come on. It's surely something. Here we go. Here's a startling revelation that this gentleman doesn't have a doesn't have a partner. In the uh, introductions column of the age, men seeking women, 36 to 45, apart from pretty much everyone who's 44 and seeking a young Asian lady, uh, this guy here just at the end says, love me, love my rats. 35-year-old, fun-loving guy. How does he not have a partner? He's got rats, man. Contact rats. Willard. <laughs> courtesy of Crispin Glover's mansion. For so fun much. times ahead. He's got so much going for him. should get more Willard gear on this show. <laughs> we should. Why are we doing startling revelations? What happened over the weekend? Was there something? Oh, oh just, that's it. Now oh. I remember. My ex-flatmate John has a job. Yeah. He's got a job editing like three different magazines. And yeah. when I said congratulations, he goes, oh, mate, it's actually not that good of news. I said, why? He goes, well, I can't have my, uh, my regular two o'clock nap anymore. <laughs> <laughs> a hard-working member of the fourth estate. Oh, it was Darren Hinch. Yes. Ah, right. His uh, revelation. I didn't see it, but someone said to me, I said, what was the revelation of Darren Hinch? They went, oh, he's just drunk, apparently. <laughs> and that's meant to be startling. Next. All right. We think our listeners can surely go way more startling than this. Make it small. Make it about yourself. Make yeah. it anything you like. Yeah. What, uh, you haven't revealed anything, though. Yeah. Heaps. Other people. Yeah. Needs to, you so know. is it meant to be about yourself? Or I'm naming people? and shaming today. We've <laughs> got to start having meetings. Call us with your startling revelation, One triple three five three. That's just a girl. No doubt here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. What were you saying about that, Richard? I'm pretty sure it was produced by Matthew Wilder. I'm just getting in shape for Matthew tomorrow. Wilder of Bra- Break My Stride fame. Breaker My Stride. Uh, later yeah. covered by Unique 2, of course. We all remember that. Yes. Cool. Ain't no one going to break my stride. <laughs> yeah. That one. Yeah. Probably no need to return okay. to that. True. Da, na, na. One triple three five three is the number <laughs> to call with your startling revelations. Who's got one here? Hi, Dave. Hey, Dan. Yeah, what's going on, man? Tell us your starting revelation. <clears throat> I get a back crack and sack wax. Oh, wow. wow. You regularly get a back crack and sack wax? Oh, uh, two months, every three months. Yeah, and is this for the Mardi Gras yesterday or? <laughs> no, not connected at all. Hey, uh, Dave, yeah. why, why did you start and why did you continue? Um, I have a wife said to me, she says, oh, why don't you get a, get a back crack and sack just for the laugh? Yeah. Oh, just for a laugh. Yeah, and um, I was like, oh, yeah, all right, yeah. And she didn't think I'd get it done. And I, now you've taken to it. Now I've taken to it. Yeah. Now you're in every second Wednesday. <laughs> Dave, have you? Have you? Is this? A, is this a like? You know, things lead to harder things. Like a back crack and sack. Does that lead to a fake, a spray tan? And then, in fact, does does that internally <laughs> to one of those barbed wire tattoos around your arm? No, not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Uh, where does it ultimately lead? Uh, uh, frosting your own tips. Yeah, Gold Coast real estate, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that's a revelation. And hello to Annalise Backcrackensack, who uh, occasionally tunes in for this program. I know that. Who have we got next? Uh, hello, us. hello, Steve. How are you? Not too bad. Uh, not too bad. Whoa. Uh, yes, what's good. Tell us your starting revelation. Um, well, I actually did my revelation a little while ago, but I had to tell my best mate that I was seeing his daughter. Wow. <laughs> and did you know that when you kicked off? Uh, yeah. Oh, okay. And um, how did he take it? Um, he said, I know you're not an a-hole, but if you hurt her, I'll kill you. That's, I mean, that's a fair enough deal. <laughs> yeah. That's a fair... And how's it going? Oh, great. We're living together now. Oh, all oh, right. And the dad's in there as well? Um, you know... <laughs> Make dad, a good... Dad's just dad. It's sort of hard to see your best mate as your future father-in-law. Wow! Yeah. Right. Going to make for a good, he's going to have to be the best man and give the bride away. <laughs> and remember all the crap that I'd said when I was drunk. Yeah, and do the speech. That's that's going to be a fascinating wedding. He's going to be wearing a lot of hats, that bloke. That's, uh... Oh, you're not wrong. <laughs> um, hey, where are you calling us from? Um, the M4, believe it or not. <laughs> oh, in Sydney. Yeah. 
what's going on? What's the big uh, word round there? Um, not much. I'm sort of trying to dodge out of work today, so I took a work car and disappeared. Yeah. Good idea. And calling a national radio program is the best way to stay inconspicuous. Congrats. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> we are looking for startling revelations. Uh, have you heard this, Steve? Uh, Nicole Kidman has learned how to castrate bulls uh, in preparation for her new movie role. Oh, so that was all just rehearsal for the new Baz Luhrmann movie. Yeah, more than likely. Wow, Jeez. Steve, you are the sailing revelations machine. <laughs> I tell you what, I love how Baz Luhrmann gets the actors out there, you know, really connecting with the role. Mm. Get out there and start castrating things, <laughs> Nicole. It's going to be a tough old Moulin Rouge this time. <laughs> that means that someone is going to have to jump into my first job. My first job ever was picking up the uh, discarded testicles oh, that's true. and putting them in a bag. Yeah, here at Triple M. Yeah, <laughs> for a giveaway. <laughs> Best station giveaway ever. <laughs> Wasn't there a, a tool that you had to use for oh, that? It's the scooper. <laughs> Just the scooper. Well, there's a scooper, and then there's this other tool I like to call my left hand, mm. uh, which really helps if mm. they get away from you, those, if you know what I'm saying. Those icy cold nads. <laughs> All the testicles were given to the voiceover guy. Uh, can you guess? <laughs> can you guess, listeners, that we only had two callers? It's true. Do you know what we'll do? I've got a, uh, I've got a, a thing here, Tone. Mm. If we get less than three callers... Mm. Three days in a row, mm. we're doing Battle of the Sexes. <laughs> Is that what we're going to do? And then if that doesn't work, we're doing Where's the Weirdest Place You've Had Sex. <laughs> and if that doesn't work, we're calling up with like, Do You Like Lindsay Lohan? Yep. That's what, that's where we're headed. No, you know what? Three. If we get less than three callers, three days in a row, we're doing Do You Like Lindsay Lohan? <laughs> Every Duff, day. Dovetailed, dovetailed with What's Your Favourite Paris Hilton Haircut? <laughs> <laughs> we'll do all of that and more and in the next hour Geraldine Hickey comedian joins us that's after the news get this after all the wild commotion there were no hard feelings brought to you by Ribs how are you Ribs nice to have you on board do what I want cause I can if I don't because I wanna ah startling revelations we need some by the step and the board because I'm gonna Welcome to the second hour again. This we had two callers in the first hour. Not bad. We have had one. Yeah. Was there a topic where we had one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was, was Talk Back Molehill. I think yeah. was the name of that segment. Yeah. And the one caller was Richard running around to the phone <laughs> and doing a fake call. Hello, everybody. Hey, what about some fake applause for Geraldine Hickey? What's She's up? here. She's at the Melbourne Comedy Festival pretty soon with a show called Trucker's Daughter. Mm. Is it a clever name or are you really one? I really am. Yeah, my dad's a truck driver, um, although he's semi-retired now, so he just drives buses and stuff. Will he be listening to this? Oh, um... What, even if I had he's a told not him. tuning in to Guinness. <laughs> His own daughter's on the radio and he's gone, that's that startling I don't know, do they, he's in Albury, so... Ah, he might they, be listening. Yeah. I think we can be I'll heard. I'll send him a podcast. Via Wodonga. I think we're heard in Wodonga, yeah. not yet Albury. Oh, we're very selective about our markets. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's uh, find out what it's like being a trucker's daughter, and we're going to help out Party Ed Cavalier with party ideas. Party ideas, that's all coming awesome. up in this hour. Of get this. Oh, that's the uh, the um, well, the shadow uh, minister of mm-hmm. the environment, the environment. Here at uh, Triple M around the nation. That song uh, recorded during a lunch with Brian Burke. I understand. <laughs> Burke on drums. Yeah, let's get this. We're just still getting it together. It's the second mm-hmm. hour, and please a fake round of applause for Geraldine Hickey. Welcome aboard, Geraldine. <laughs> Not too impressed with your fake round? Geraldine? No, I love it. I, yeah. I just like to add to my applause. I often, like, at gigs and stuff, when at the end, I'll stand at the back of the room and then they thank all the acts that have been on. I'll stand at the back and go, yeah, she's hot. Woo! <laughs> oh, just bolstering the numbers. Give yourself some Absolutely. sizzle. Good yeah. idea. Now, Ed Cavalier was raving to me about your show at last year's Melbourne International Comedy yes. Festival. Yes, so he should. Yeah. Well, about your good self... Uh, being institutionalised. Yeah. Oh, right. Good times all round. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, very, I mean, a very funny take on it. Like, it wasn't sit down, kind of, you know, let's all get into our feelings kind of. The show oh, no, was absolutely hilarious. absolutely not. Yeah. It wasn't a poor me thing. It was, I tried to write it as an uplifting type thing. Mm. It was. So... And because oh, you, you, uh, you, you, you volunteer yourself, or you got sent along? I did get sent along. It was because I, it was when I was at university. This is about 10 years ago. And institutionalised means as in I was sent to a mental hospital. Yeah, I'd just like to say, Richard, let's not have the loony bin sound effects <laughs> yeah. for this hour. Maybe, Maybe just keep idea. them up the back. But I'm perfectly all right now. And it was just, I was away from home. I was in university up in, up in Queensland in Toowoomba, which is, you know, enough to send anyone to a loony bin anyway. Um <laughs> 
But I, uh, yeah, I, I might have made a little bit of attempt on my life. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, um, the doctors said, oh, well, how would you feel about some time out in hospital? And I thought, that's great. You know, I thought, mm-hmm. I envisioned myself just hanging out in a normal hospital ward watching TV for a couple of days. <laughs> and then uh, and then I get there and I've gone, oh, this is not how I pictured it. It's so, shock corridor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's exactly like it is on the movies, like with the, you know, the bars on the windows, the nasty mm-hmm. nurses and... You know, just an old lady sitting in the corner going, yep, going home today, yep. <laughs> it's, it's exactly good what it's food? Like. It's free food, so of course it's good. Yeah. yeah. I didn't favour any food. Yeah. Lovely. We've got a fair bit of mental homework in our family, I'll oh, say. Oh, of course. And, uh, you know, do do you find that your relatives treat you uh, differently afterwards? Oh, absolutely. They call me now. Mm, that's great. <laughs> so it's a positive thing. It's yeah, nice. bringing people together. There you yeah, go. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, oh, Geraldine's a bit upset. We'll give her a call. Oh, finally, you're talking to me. We have a lot of uh, co-hosts and institutions on this <laughs> yeah. program. Uh, Greg Fleet's uncontactable for the next four weeks. <laughs> but that's just a regular. Shout out to Fleety. like a trip to the Whitsundays for, uh, for Greg. <laughs> well, uh, welcome to the former Looney Bin yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, here on Triple M. Mm. And uh, tell us about your show. Trucker's daughter. What's that about? Uh, Being a trucker's daughter, I would fathom. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, my dad's a truck driver, and uh, this I come from a family of six. There's uh, well, mum and dad plus six children. So, like, the basic premise of the show was last year for Christmas, like we do the Kris Kringle thing. Oh, we do that so much yeah. easier, isn't it? And <laughs> so much easier. Guaranteed to get a half decent present, right? Are so you I, though? Because do you guys have a, a like a price limit? Yeah, we do. What's yours? Uh, ours is a hundred dollars. <gasps> ours is twenty. Really? <laughs> you got to get a better what are you agent. Doing the Chris Kringle thing for? <laughs> get your agent involved, Ed. You got to crunch them. <laughs> if we bought a present for everyone, it'd be twenty bucks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're right. So hang on. So what? You're going to do it the wrong way. That's what Mum's done. She's gone. All right, we'll do Chris Kringle. Yeah. But it has to be. Now that I think about it, wait a second. Because <laughs> it's Chris Kringle, yeah. twenty bucks each. But she got a trip to America. What? what? Well, <laughs> a, a raft? Or <laughs> <laughs> tours? So hang on, what do you get for 20 bucks? What's an average price? I just say no. I just, I've, I've, since it started, I said I don't want anything. No, so 20 bucks oh, is too much for you. I sniff at 20 bucks. <laughs> Whereas for 100, what might you get for 100? What Something you, good. What are you looking good. at? I always get $100. Oh, <laughs> Cold hard cash. Yeah. It's I like a look, radio giveaway, yeah, your family. Yeah, exactly. There was a time when that was worth $100. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Hey, we want to talk some more. We're going to have some music now, but uh, lots more to say. And let's, uh, well, go to town on your dad. Let's do that <laughs> yeah, next. Right. I'll get this. <laughs> and shine on. That'd be, uh, well, Jet here at Tony, Get This on Triple M. That, that, the story you just told me off air yeah. is by far the most interesting story <laughs> I possibly I've ever heard. It is. No, I did have uh, an aunt in New Zealand, uh, and I, I should be careful because her daughter may be listening to this in Adelaide. Hello, Brenda. Hi, Brenda. Uh, who, just yes, get the lawyers ready, Brenda. Had her leg <laughs> chopped off by a flying lawnmower blade. It's true. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's true. But it's too long and elaborate and, frankly, gruesome for this time slot. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> but it's always pretty funny when she tells it, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but let's not get there now because Geraldine Hickey Geraldine. is with us. Trucker's Daughter is the name of her show coming to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. And, mm-hmm. man alive, you press kit, you've managed to squeeze a quote out of Daniel Kitson. He says bugger mm-hmm. all to anybody about anything. Yeah, good I know. Point. I was quite amazed. Yeah. Because he, he came in and saw my show last year and... Uh, and I didn't know he was in the audience because my mum came the same night that he did. Oh, right. So well, she I'm... was heckling like crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, she was quite quiet. But she was sitting up the back and he was sitting behind my mum. So I knew where my mum was sitting, so I avoided looking at that area the whole time I was nice. on. And it was until right at the end where I sort of looked up and this guy was laughing lots and lots up the back. And I'm like, who is this loony? And then... Uh, <laughs> And then, uh, and when he left, I thought, oh, that looks a bit like Daniel Kitson. And then, you know, afterwards I found out that it was him. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. And yeah. then, the, yeah, then he plugged my show at Hi-Fi Bar the next night. And I remember, like, I was there at Hi-Fi. He was emceeing. And uh, I was sitting, uh, standing at the back having a drink, just going, watching him thinking, how cool would it be if he just went, don't normally do this, but uh, <laughs> I saw a really great show last night. And I, sat, and I had a drink and I went, he never does that. He never promotes no, anyone else's show no. at all. What am I? Doing? I'm going upstairs to hang out and have a drink, and then ten minutes later, someone comes up and goes, "Oh my god, you missed it, didn't you?" And I'm like, "Missed what?" He goes, 
He Daniel Kissing just plugged your show, and I went, oh, I can't believe I just missed it. There it is. And there it is in print. You say he doesn't plug uh, many shows. He hates to plug his own shows. And yeah. Have you seen the poster for his show this year? It's just a tiny little silhouette. He's just on the horizon. You can barely see. But it looks great because if I love it when you get the uh, comedy festival uh, brochure and people interstate, you can check this on the website. It's how many comedians are going to be holding a globe of the world in my hand. <laughs> I'm just looking confused. Mm, I can't work it all out. But in the next 55 minutes, it's all going to be it. sorted. <laughs> and so or interacting with an object yeah, or leaping in the stuff. air. Daniel Kitts yeah. has gone bugger it. You stay here, cameraman. I'll just walk down the other end of the beach. I'll be a dot. And it looks, it really stands out. Absolutely. It's great. I'd love to be that big, not to have my face on my festival poster. (laughs) Send a stand-in. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Now, you say your mum came along and saw the show. Now, obviously, your dad is going to be the subject of this show. Yeah, th- th- that's why I've made him the subject so he'll actually come to my show. Oh, you didn't go last year? <laughs> no. Right. So he, he, the last time he saw me was when I did uh, I did Raw in 2001 and he came and saw me there. Oh, no, he heard me on Triple J, I think. And then he, you know, mum said to me, your father heard you on the radio today. I'm like, okay. And he goes, he doesn't know why you have to swear all the time. Yeah. Why do you have to swear? And, so, and so he hasn't really seen me since that. You know, that one time where I swore a lot. It's, uh, but it is, there's three things. It's, uh, why do you have to swear all the time? When are you getting a proper job? And, <laughs> exactly. uh, as in our family, well, when are we getting the royalty checks? We seem to be providing most of your act. <laughs> uh, every time you say that good scissors thing, I should be getting a check for that. <laughs> I owe my family millions, apparently. <laughs> It's your sister Dave Hughes, because that sounds very much like No, he's not. <laughs> Sorry. And, uh, Actually, maybe my sister is Dave Hughes. <laughs> Dave Hughes has hemochromatosis. <laughs> it's possible. Yeah. So, Trucker's Daughter. Trucker's Daughter is this yeah. year. Oh, you're going to yeah. have that song. Are you going to get Mossy to come in and do it live on the final no. night? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, it would but be. But probably not. Uh, you're going to have it a myself. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because you, we were talking off air. Because you and I are both hot, like quite. I, I count You're myself both as, hot. Yeah, no, yeah, absolutely. We're hot. I count myself as a bad singer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so am I. But really bad. but you had the the conviction when I saw your show last year. Mm. It was the it was the most it was inspiring. It was the most heartfelt bad singing ever. Mm. Yeah, you've got to get you sold thing it. That, you sold know, because it. it's all like I love a bit of karaoke. And <laughs> what's your favourite tune? Uh... Oh, Guns N' Roses, Sweet Child of Mine. That goes oh, on a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty good at the air guitar. Ah, right, yeah. yeah. So I'll bang out with that. Yeah. Uh, but, um, yeah, it's all about in your, your conviction. You can't just stand up there and sing if you're shit or if you're really bad. So you've got to, you know, commit to the fact that you are really bad yeah. and then learn how to dance. <laughs> Maybe what you need is to get the bar real low so that you <laughs> exactly. won't feel, you know, so bad about your own work. What have we got, Richard? Oh, don't. Your body is a wonderland. Oh, we haven't heard this this year. Everybody. Your body is a wonderland. It certainly is. Yeah. Tell me where yeah. we've had enough. <laughs> your body is a wonderland. Oh, you yeah. Yeah. Do you need me to come and help out at all? Your body is a wonderland. <laughs> The 88 remix, it goes forever. We haven't gone to a song yet. It's just having a conversation. Thinks we've gone to a song. Oh, I'm now a song on this show, am I? Thank you, you, Richard Marsden. His body is an interland. (laughs) Do we want what? Do you want me to do a duet with you, Johnny? One day, that'll be great. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Ed was hoping. We'll go to Charlton. Oh. How good is it? Charlton's is the greatest karaoke bar in Melbourne. Absolutely. Upstairs, in the lift, it says, don't move too quickly. Yeah, because the lift gets stuck. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get out, they've taken the, the carpet up for good reason. They put lino down, and if you can't sing, then the guy who's organising the karaoke just chimes in and does harmony for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he just turns it off. Well, that's, that's a fantastic plug for another venue. Yeah. Uh, what about party ideas? Karaoke, that would be one. Oh, yeah. Let's Absolutely. talk about party ideas. Next one, get this. No, it's sad. <laughs> It's the B-52s here at Get This on Triple M. Oh, Richard Mars and our panel operator yeah. is gearing up for a music trivia challenge with Alan Bro at this time tomorrow. Who was the bloke in the, the B-52s? The big as a whale guy. <laughs> Fred Schneider? Is that correct? Yes. And who are the girls? What? Who are the is two singers? Right? Yeah. There was, uh, there was Beehives. Kate, Kate Pearson. Is yeah. that a name? Yeah, that was nearly right. And the other one. Yeah, the other oh, one. Okay, 10 points. Richard Mars and Geraldine Hickey <laughs> is with us. She's got yeah. a show uh, coming to the Melbourne Comedy Festival. Possibly coming to your town after that, mm. but possibly not. But anyway, also 
our MySpace page. <laughs> we like to create an international feel no matter who's on. Yeah. Absolutely. Richard Marsden might be coming to your town. Who knows? He might yeah. be playing Antwerp sometime <laughs> <Not> soon. <laughs> <laughs> now, we've been urged to get a Get This uh, MySpace page by a lot of our listeners, including yeah. uh, this bloke here, Laurie Coe. But uh, I feel that Ed's MySpace page is sort of doing that. And if we set oh, up one for yeah. Get no, This, no, it no. might split you know the what? vote. I checked out Ed's MySpace page today, and did quite you, frankly, uh, did you it's add a bit... me? Are we friends now? No, not yet. Because <laughs> I looked at the page and went, "That's a bit lame." There's not much on <laughs> there. Yeah, no. yeah, you've just got pictures. I want to know who you want to meet, and I want to know about you. And I thought, I don't know if this is if this is the real Ed. Yeah, he's lying about his age. It's am I? Yeah. Have I had a birth? What? How old do I say? You say you're 26. 26. I'm 27. There you I, go. I, I already start, I started uh, when I was 26. But I show who I want to meet. I want to meet little superstar. Actually, that little table tennis. Yeah, yeah. The old lady playing yeah, table yeah. tennis. <laughs> I'd love to meet her too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty do you have any real friends, or are they all fictional characters from I've, the cinema? No. I've got, <laughs> well, little superstar. That's not a real person. Martin, I've got 900 friends. Okay. I exactly. Saw that. That's a lot. I'm really, I'm pretty happy with that. Yeah. 901 when you and I become friends. Okay, then. You uh, can have me. But, uh, <laughs> all right. But listen, I wanted to ask you, because I had some friends that went and met, saw you at your part-time job last year. Did you oh, used to work really? at a bowling alley? Do you know what? I uh, I still do. Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Now, is it one of the snazzy, jazzed-up, nighttime glowing shoes bowling alleys, or are you traditional? No, it's the, the former, the, the jazzy one. Really? It's neon is the neon ultraviolet gear. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, we mm. turn the UV lights on in the middle of the day and go woo with disco lights and everything. <laughs> Fantastic. Awesome. And, and does that drive the junkies away and stop people from being able to <laughs> copy signatures off uh, credit <laughs> no, cards? It brings them in. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing better than throwing a 12-pound bowling ball down an alley yeah. when you're off chops. <laughs> <laughs> Poster? Is that what it says? Yes, it's exactly what it says. <laughs> is there a giant fake skittle on the roof outside? Because that's that's, that's a, always that's good. A good. Oh no, because I actually I work in uh, it, it's kingpin bowling. Mm-hmm. They'll love me for saying that. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> yeah. be getting a raise. Hey, uh, yeah, especially after their junkie <laughs> bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, they'll get it. They'll have a laugh. Uh, no, it's kingpin, and it's in the casino. So ah. and it, it used to be open twenty four hours a day. Until? So at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Whew, good times. Yeah. So good who's times. coming in? 4 a.m., who's decided they want Junkies. a bowl? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. That's, that's and people that get lost, <laughs> that have finished, lost all their money on the pokies and are sad, sad yeah. little men, they're walking around trying to find their cars and going, <laughs> oh, my God, there's a bowling alley. <laughs> Let's go bowling. <laughs> and uh, is it uh, Kingpin, you say, mm-hmm. uh, named after the fine Farrelly Brothers film? Great. Sadly, not available in correct aspect ratio in this country. Yeah. Stop calling in, all right? I ordered mine from Amazon because I wanted one to one eight five. It's the only way to watch it. You know, exactly. you're going to move some of the actions chopped off at the side. Oh, no. Bill Murray in that film, yeah. very funny. He yeah. is. And you listen to the commentary, made up all his own lines. That's why he's so much funnier than the rest of the film. Yeah. I think the our kingpin was around longer than that. Is that right? Yeah, I okay. started it. Mm. Yeah, I prefer Dumb Maybe. and Dumber up the road. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, enough about bowling. We were supposed to be talking about party ideas. We're several segments No, behind. I just want to quick uh, ask, do, do you guys do the disco bowling, though, where you make it so you can't get a gutter ball and it just bounces off and hits pins no well, matter what? Well, yeah, I can, put the, I can put the bumpers up, but... Bumper bowling. Yeah, but the thing is, we're only allowed to put them up for, for kids or women. Like, If you're a boy over 12 years old, you're not allowed to put them up. Really? Yeah. Just to make you feel bad. Ex- well, that's why I do it, but... <laughs> <laughs> The real reason is they're quite weak, so you know men yeah. try tend to get the big heavy balls and they break them. So, uh, so we have go. to have a cut off. There All you right. go. Maybe that is a good idea for a party. Mm-hmm. Disco bowling. We oh, can go that's there. a good. Yeah, 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 yeah. A lot of parties yeah, yeah. there. Absolutely. Really, really? A good ideas. Party time next. on get this. Get this. Terrible. Disgusting. This. I got to get the sex. Brought to you by Mark Bloom, the latest victim of bucket bag. Bucket bag. Let's get this. Geraldine Hickey is with us on Triple M. Her show is coming to the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. It's called Trucker's Daughter. She gets a rave review. I tell you what, they don't have at comedy festivals in Australia. Something they have in Edinburgh. An award for the worst show of the festival. What's it called in Edinburgh? I don't I think it's just called Worst of the Fest. And every day they'll have a new nominee. That's terrible. And uh, the Imagine win- you got nominated. That's... You'd be so sad. And you're out of about 1,500 shows <laughs> oh, too. That, that is really singling you out. But mind you, they are really bad shows. Are you sure? Uh, I was there in 91, 
and the winner of Worst of the Fest was a medical review <laughs> from a university called Whoops Nurse I've Been Sick on Your Tits. That was the name of it. That was the and then the It wasn't second called word. Don't Stand Too Colostomy. <laughs> <laughs> but the one that came second was another medical review called It's a Mad, 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 Mad Ward. Oh, ouch. <laughs> Excuse me, nurse. Michael Ward could get away with that for a name of a show, but that's unacceptable. Parties. We're talking about good ideas for parties. Yeah. Ed, why are we doing this? I think they're, they're, they're thinking about having a party at my house. But they all hate you now. <laughs> You're not going to be invited to that. You've talked about them on the show too much. They're changing the locks right now. <laughs> You've been blacklisted at your own house. Have you ever had that happen to you, Joe, all day? Uh, no. Yeah. Do you live oh, in a share house? I do. I do. Uh, but um, we're actually looking for a new housemate at the moment. Do you want to move in? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he may no, have to. be cool. To. But anyway. Let's talk off air. Ed is going to throw a party and he's going to win them back and we need ideas. And I think we've got someone on the line now. He's Whoa, waited Brendan. through the last 10 minutes of the show. Brendan. <laughs> hey, Brendan, what's up? Not too bad, guys. How are you? Oh, good early. You early bird. You getting the worm. What's your idea for a party? Well, look, if you're a roomies or as uh, stuffy as they sound, they probably won't go for this. Um, <laughs> Brendan, Ixnay on the uppy stage. used to share a house with this chap who was a little bit out there, and he was leaving for a party one night dressed very strangely. We quizzed him as to what he was up to, and he said, I'm going to a Rubik's Cube party. What happens? What happens? Uh, you basically attend dressed in six different coloured garments, and right. the objective is at the end of the night you're wearing one colour. That is oh, a great idea. It sounded like a bad idea when he said it. And then it turned out to be great. That, Brendan, that yeah. is a great idea. Yeah. And how did he go? Oh, well, I didn't see him when he turned up, but uh, he had a great time. Wow. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you very much, sir. That is a fantastic idea. A Gl- Rubik's Cube party. A glowing, uh, a glowing endorsement. Lawrence Leung will have to get, because he's the master of the Rubik's Cube. Yeah. Comes he on this show. He said 30 seconds that he can do it in. 30 now. 24. I thought it was, oh. it was 23 24. for a while. Yeah, yeah. And it's not just taking the stickers off. Yeah. Like I did that. It takes forever. And it doesn't look right because all the stickers yeah, are kind of curled up at the yeah. end. Your mum doesn't believe you. Yeah. We need better ideas than this for a party. Well, yeah, better than... Brendan's was tops. Yeah. You know. I, I went to a party last year and uh, the theme of the party was your favourite band T-shirt. Oh, yeah. Ah. Which is quite easy because, you know, anyone can wear a T-shirt. That's really easy to dress up as. But <laughs> me and my friend went, oh, we don't really have a favourite band. So... We invented our own band and we got photos of us two together, <laughs> crazy wigs, and then we got it printed on a T-shirt. What was it called? The band was called T-shirt, the band. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a great idea. Can yeah. Richard have one of those for his collection? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Mm. I'd love to. I've got how many band T-shirts for Tony? Oh, there's a gallery on the website that I've told is too big. There's not enough memory on our website, on the Triple M International website. I have at least 20 yeah. band T-shirts. Well, you're meant to be in gear for that rock okay. challenge tomorrow. Yeah, and, and just to uh, you know get you going, do you want to do a proper radio announcer throw to this next song? Okay. Uh, Here we <laughs> <sure>. go. Talks. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Yeah, the, the clock is ticking. Right. John Butler Trio, Funky Tonight, Triple M. <laughs> Funky Tonight, that's the John Butler Trio, Triple M, around the nation. It's uh, Get This, and Geraldine Hickey is with us. Ed Cavalier is trying to win back the favours of his own flatmates by throwing a party. It's pathetic. He needs ideas. Who's got one, Ed? Hi, Pat. G'day, how are we? Really good, <laughs> sir. Um, what's your idea? Uh, it's called a bucket party. Yeah, yes. It works on a similar sort of principle to uh, a normal cocktail party, except it's a tad more boganish. Uh, everyone brings whatever spirit you tell them, and you mix them all up in a ten-liter bucket. Yep. And once everyone's sort of had enough of that one, gets tipped into a uh, big twenty-five-liter homebrew drum. Yes. That's also got uh, probably one cask of wine, a couple of bottles of passion pop, and a bottle of stones in it, and some soft drink. Wow. And that just keeps getting topped up as the night goes on, and that's the sort of finisher. <laughs> so all the unfinished drinks carry over to the next container. And yep, what's the end result like? What's it taste like? Uh, well, it's called the barrel of death. <laughs> <laughs> Geraldine, are you interested in this for a drink? Mm, I, I'm actually trying really hard not to dry reach at the moment. <laughs> the thought of you all that. the barrel, though. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, just thinking about it. And when you said stones, did you mean stones, green, ginger, wine? Is there any other kind? Uh, sadly not. Uh, the world's most disgusting drink. So have you got it? No, it's, it's delicious. Stones, people listening. Wonderful. Uh, but how does it? How do stones taste when mixed with like 
Midori and uh, and sarsaparilla in this in this uh, in can, this, in I this can bucket. Tell you. Can you? Yeah, spew. Oh. That's what it does. <laughs> and do you run the risk of uh, contracting bucket back? Oh well. <laughs> Yeah, not so much for me because I'm a bigger bloke, but mm. ah, you know, some of the slighter built ladies might struggle. Yes, <laughs> watch out for people, everyone. Bucket back is out there. <laughs> bucket back. Yeah. The painful condition. Bucket back. Come here, girl. This is not doing my back any good. Bucket back. Experts recommend bucketers bend their knees, twist, keep feet apart, and lighten the load. Bucket back. A warning to us all. Thank uh, you very much. Who's going next? Hello, John. Hey guys. What's up? Party? Uh, buzz party. A buzz party? What's that involve? Uh, PlayStation 2 and that buzz trivia game. Oh, right. And <laughs> for people who don't know, how does that work? Uh, usually they come with like four buzzes and it's like a style of the century at home for Temptation. Yeah. The dance, the. Um it runs the risk of being nerdy, John, which I like. But how about the the, the, the home dance game version? Dance Dance Revolution. That's it. Oh, like an eye toy type thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. You know what I'm talking about, Johnny. Where you Absolutely, have to, yeah. Have you danced along? Uh, we've got it at work, those Dance Dance Revolution games. And uh, I don't play it because I look like a tool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, you've come to the right program. Yeah, welcome aboard. <laughs> but uh, people get quite good, don't they? Oh, oh my God! Yes, like there's like there's people that get on that thing and do it without even watching. Like, really they, yeah. having a conversation, yeah. throw, throwing a few bowls the, down it, the lane. Yeah, exactly. And then they spin round and stuff, and then they use their hands and knees and stuff to touch wow. the pads. Yeah. It's what do you mean? Cool. Like they get on all fours and and yeah, bust it out that way? Yeah, they do sort of like you know, and they'll go down on one knee. Ah, is this yeah. going to work at your place? Ed? What does, does anyone get any action out of this? <laughs> is this a good way to pick up? No, no, no. But uh, <laughs> no, it's just for geeks. Okay, <laughs> uh, here's an idea for a party. What about going along dressed as your favourite uh, current affairs beat up? That's a good idea. Like you could go along dressed as, say, you know, a cat with a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Did you see that story, Gerald? No, I didn't. The, I can't wait. to. I really want to know what it's about. The cat who had a credit card. <laughs> and what it was about was uh, getting the song What's New Pussycat into the story as many times as possible. <laughs> well, the banks come in for their share of criticism, but who can be surprised when it's apparently easy for a common household moggy to get a credit card? As you'll see, it was a case of while the cat's away, common sense flies away for one Aussie battler who found himself running up quite a tabby. Ted Blurn has the story. What's new, pussycat? It's as ridiculous as it sounds. This is Mrs Snuffles, a cat with a credit card. Pussycat, pussycat, I've got flowers. That's right, a four-legged Rockefeller with a very own line of credit. In fact, money's not a problem for this cashed-up kitty thanks to a ridiculous cock-up at the bank. As mistakes go, this was a doozy. Customer Mickey Dimmick was convinced bank security wasn't all it could be, and so Mickey decided to find out for himself. Oh, look, I'm not a criminal. I'm just an ordinary bloke. So this ordinary battler applied for a second credit card for Mrs. Snuffles. What's new, pussycat? And now she's running up bills and is addicted to spending. It's my wife. It's my life. It seems the heroine of this story was a humble four-legged puss. I'm sorry, uh, we seem to be experiencing some technical problems with that story. Uh, On a more serious note, news of more fighting on the Iran-Iraq border. This report from BBC News. While the fighting continues unabated here on the border of Iran... Despite the increase in troop numbers, many locals are asking one simple question. What's new, pussycat? When will this madness end? 
Wouldn't it be wonderful if somehow a peace accord could be struck? Many are starting to ask, just what is George W. Bush thinking? Look, I I'm sorry, there seems to be an excess of inappropriate music selections in today's bulletin, so uh, I guess it's time to throw to a break. Oh, excuse me, you're making it very hard to... This is the Nightly Network News. And after this break, the moving funeral of Anna Nicole Smith. Phenomenon. Stop that. <laughs> Buried with the, the ashes of her husband, Geraldine. Oh, oh yeah. hilarious. Dive in there. It's a two-for-one deal. Get this. It's uh, Matchbox 20. Let's get out of here. Very poor version of uh, Mossy, in my opinion. And that leads us to Trucker's Daughter. Absolutely. The new show from Geraldine Hickey, opening in about a month at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. But I'd urge you to book now, if that's possible. I if would. that's something you can do. I hope you can. Yeah, it should be up on the website. <laughs> yeah. yeah, from Ticketmaster. From anywhere in the country, if you're popping to Melbourne for that yeah. festival. And yes. it's going to lead to a lot of good guests on this program, I think. Who have we got booked, Nikki? Big names? Mark Watson. Mark Watson. Mark Watson. He was good last Mark, yeah. Mark Watson. Ardlo Hanlon's coming Arlo in. Handling. Uh Father Dougal from Father Ted, and we're right. going to put it to him that he play Bill Shorten in Shaft of Hope. <laughs> Great idea. Our version of the Todd and Brady hey, uh, story. Now, listen, today, email your rock trivia questions in for Rich and Alan for tomorrow. Yes, and okay. Peter Grace, uh, Triple M legend, That's will be great. here Boys overseeing the proceedings. Grace. Make sure it's all above board. Geraldine, thanks for coming talking nonsense with us. Oh, thank you for having me. I had a really good time. And good luck with thanks. the show thank and you. the season. And I think our key phrase today was courtesy of one of our listeners, Pat. Ah, uh, well, it's called the Barrel of Death. Ah, <laughs> sounds delicious. Mm-mm. And we'll be back tomorrow with Alan Bro for that <laughs> challenge, finally. And it's all thanks to as yet nobody. Nobody.